Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your hosts, Dr. Doug Carriger and Mrs. Stephanie Wesco. Great to be back with you, folks. Thanks for coming and tuning in to us today. We're thrilled to come across your earwaves. With me, as always, is my friend, my co-host from the frozen tundra out there in uh, Indiana. What's going on, Stephanie Wesco? Well, good morning, Doug. Um, it's actually warm this morning compared to what it's been. It's 25 degrees. Wow, we were um, 25 here in South Carolina this that's morning. That's insane. So, yeah. But, yeah, I, I, I actually, because it's been in the teens, for a couple days. So this morning, um, I might be an idiot. You might be a knucklehead if you leave your house in 25 degree weather without a coat on, but I did that. I have on a big hoodie. Um, but it's, it's the sun shining. So I think that makes all the difference in the world. If you've got the sun shining on a 25 degree day, it makes it feel warmer. So, um, but it's beautiful here. As far as we had tons of rain and gloom and fog last week was terrible weather wise from that perspective and rain too. Yeah. So we're enjoying the sunshine and um, anyway, so doing well. Oh, that's great. That's great. So it was 25 here and I decided to go ahead and get my walk in anyway. I, I did it early because we had an early morning setup to go ahead and do podcasts and it was dark and cold, but the wind wasn't bad. I told Debbie, I probably would have come back in if it was still windy, like it had been for the first few days, but you know, you're outside, it's a little after six in the morning, and uh, I wear a headlight thing on top of my uh, beanie cap there with a, you know, it's a flashlight. I turn it on low, and I wear my reflective vest, and I'm heading out, man, and uh, mm. I, I was just thankful there was no wind, and uh, but it, it turned out to be a pretty good walk. I, I walked faster. I always walk a lot faster when I'm cold, but I dress in layers, so I have, you know, a hoodie on. On top of the hoodie, I have a jacket, Arctic gloves the hat with the flashlight in it, you know, my thickest pair of sweatpants and uh, my thickest pair of socks. And I'm, I'm doing it, man. I'm, I'm doing it. You know, it's okay to puke. It's okay to crawl. It's okay to cry. It's okay to do anything but give up. And I'm not going to give up. I'm just going to keep on doing it in the army. We used to say, you can do all those other things, but you can't quit. And, uh, so I'm not going to quit. So we've been, we find ourselves, Stephanie, here in Proverbs 11, and we've been learning an awful lot. It's how to stand upright, you know, to be upright in integrity. This whole chapter is about doing the upright thing, doing the, having integrity. We see the Hebrew poetry or the parallelism uh, that we've talked about several times, and uh, we get a real good idea for that. And it, and it has this antithesis, uh, antithesis is how you spell it, antithesis. Antithesis, antithesis, antithesis is how you spell it. But anyway, uh, the opposites. And we're seeing that in the parallelism where, you know, the Bible gives us a couple options or it looks at each other. And that's what I've always loved about the book of Proverbs. And that's one of the reasons I'm so glad we're going through this, to be looking at one side and the other. And, and, 
you know, the one thing that God gives us is the one thing that we need to do. We need to do the next right thing. We need to do the right thing. We want to be on the right side of this Hebrew parallelism. So in order to do that, and I can't talk today. It'll take me, you know, three podcasts before I sound halfway decent. I apologize <laughs> about that, folks. But um, as we go in, we, we do want to provide, uh, you know, the knuckleheaded moment, and you might be a knucklehead if. So by way of commercial, by way of things that we could use your help on. So there's 31 chapters in the book of Proverbs, just so everybody knows that we're finishing the book of Proverbs, all 31 chapters. And we've been praying as Stephanie and I always do talk about different things to do over the last year. What do we do next? We've talked about a lot of different projects. And I think God clearly put in my mind the other day that we go from here into uh, biblical narcissism. Uh, I have so many people ask me all the time, Stephanie's been posting a lot on it. I've been posting a lot on what narcissism looks like and what the Bible has to say about that. So we're going to put together just a whole study on that and go through it with you guys, verse by verse, looking at things so you know what it looks like and you stay away from that. So that's our next place to go. And you say, well, how can we help? Well, if you've had a uh, biblical uh, narcissist in your life that's really messed things up and it took you, you a while. You, to mean a, you mean an unbiblical narcissist. I know what you're saying, yeah. but I hate putting biblical or spiritual in front Right, of you. unbiblical, somebody who's defined in the Bible <laughs> as being a narcissist. That's a good way of putting it. And so an unbiblical knucklehead, uh, go ahead and write me. And uh, we'll even put you on the podcast. We don't even have to say your name. You can just come on. And we don't call out names until we are stage four cancer or something. So you don't have to worry about calling out names or anything. Um, I'm holding all mine back right to the end. And then we're just going to let them go, man. They're going to flow. And uh, but so anyway, if if you've been hurt by somebody, we'll come on. We'll just use your voice. Uh, Nobody will know who you are. And uh, we'll certainly uh, love to do that. But Going right away, as we're here in 2022, we want to go right into the knot knuckleheaded moment. And so one of the things we've been doing is we've been, I've been using things we don't say also, uh, if you say it, you're a knucklehead. So I'm kind of covering those both areas we're looking at. Stephanie's thrown a positive spin for 2022 saying things we can say. So we'll give you both of those today. But uh, uh, one of the things we never say, and you might be a knucklehead if you say it to somebody with PTA, PTSD is, didn't this happen a long time ago? And uh, that's just a terrible saying. Um, it's like saying, you know, you should be over this by now. Get over it. It's definitely been too long. Just say goodbye to it. Move on. All those bad things when you see a statement like this, man, it makes you a knucklehead when you make this statement. Um, a good statement would be, you know, how can I help you? You know, can we help can you? Can I stand here too? Yeah. Teacher. Um, <laughs> something that goes right along with that. Um, that would that is another way that that is phrased in our quote unquote Christian world to spiritualize this is you just need to love and forgive that. Yeah. So, and, so and there's knuckleheads. Yeah. Yeah. Th- yeah. Th- th- and I'm, you just go back, be friends with your abuser, yeah. um, act like none of that abuse happened. Yeah. Trauma didn't happen to you. You just love them and you just forgive that. And that is a completely, I'm not saying love and forgiveness aren't real and that they're not important. By no means am I saying that. But that goes right along with that. It's the same mindset. Yeah, you know, just full disclosure. So full disclosure, uh, we we just want to tell you that we're going to be covering a lot of this stuff as we go into looking at what the Bible tells us a narcissist is and what we're not supposed to be doing. Um, 
you know, and that makes us a narcissist. So we're going to be covering a lot of this, but we know a lot of people, what Stephanie's just talking about, you know, it's just, you need to get over this. You need to move on. You need to go talk to a chair in the back room. Let me tell you something. There are people in this world who are, you know, they're, they're wasting the skin that God has given They're waste of skin. They're a waste of oxygen. And, um, and if you're one of those people, we want to help you. We don't want you to be wasting your skin or oxygen, but you might be one of those people truthfully, sadly, who are around people who are narcissists and those people are hurting you. So, uh, we need to help those people to either get better or we need to get away from the knuckleheads as quickly as possible. And, uh, so that's our goal here with this whole knuckleheaded thing anyway, is, you know, it's threefold really. Again, uh, we want you to know what a knucklehead looks like. We don't want you to be a knucklehead. And sometimes there's humor, even though it's hard to be humor when we talk about hard to be humorous, when we talk about what these knuckleheads do and, uh, it can be a really bad time. So, uh, with that, we'll move on and, uh, we'll keep on going with our study of the 11th proverb. And there's a lot going on. And uh, we continue to talk about being upright, being integrity, choosing the right side of this and looking at this parallelism and saying, God, what do you have for me out of this? Every single day, you know, I, I said to you as homework, read the book of Proverbs like three or four times and make marks, use check marks, circle things, all that stuff. So as we come across it, as we cover it, uh, it'll give you a good idea of what we're talking about. Now, Stephanie's making a ton of noise in the background. She did. Now, oh, I-, I wonder before we got going, hey, you're clacking around. I'm She's, I'm just getting settled. I'm just moving my, so I didn't think we'd be quite as noisy as she is today. I, I wonder if there's something in the phone lines. Cause I haven't moved. Well, I'm hearing like moving things, clicking. I just heard it again. Now that's not me. I'm yeah. sorry. Cause I'm not, I'm sitting here very, I'm being a very good student. Sitting here. So no elbows on the tables, just sitting still hands on your knees, looking forward, right. straight ahead. Like a, like That's a good right. uh, Christian school student. All right. right. All right. So here we are. We're in the book of Proverbs chapter nine. And uh, I apologize for any, uh, any thing that I said you might be suffering from like making noise, but it, it, <laughs> the Bible says here in the 11th chapter of Proverbs in verse number nine, it says a hypocrite With his mouth destroyeth his neighbor, but through knowledge shall the just be delivered. And right away, it it tells you what your mouth can do and how it destroys people and shreds people and those types of things. I mean, Stephanie, you're seeing that. What kind of examples, what things are coming to your mind when you see that? You don't even want to know. So many. Um, There's sometimes when you read these verses and you have a life illustration that flashes before your eyes. Um. Yeah. But this is real. I mean, it's the same. We've talked about the tongue so many times yeah. um, and through Proverbs, but this, here we go again. Um, the tongue is a weapon. Yeah. And your your mouth, your tongue, and, and this whole thing, a hypocrite. I think it's important <clears throat> to take note that that's the word it uses. In other words, a two-faced person. Someone, a, a hypocrite is an art. A narcissist is always a hypocrite. Um, since we're opening the narcissist can here, a narcissist is always a hypocrite. They have two personalities. They're one person. And I'm not saying they have really, God did not create them with two personalities. They've, they've put themselves under the influence of Satan and Satan morphs into whatever he needs to be to steal, kill and destroy in whatever situation he's in. And that's exactly what a hypocrite does. Yeah. Jesus had very, very strong words. Um, you know, if we want to start talk, 
calling people unloving and and unforgiving and all this. Let's let's talk about Jesus because he called hypocrites whited sepulchers full of dead men's bones. Yeah, that's how strong Jesus felt about hypocrites. Let the dead bury the dead. Yeah, yeah. And so I think that's very that's the to me that's the key to this verse. Yeah. That first half is the word hypocrite, and that the point is a hypocrite is a two-faced person. A hypocrite is one person, and I I. <laughs> I've had way too many experiences with hypocrites to the level that I have to beg God constantly, Lord, don't let me become cynical because I don't trust. I I struggle with trusting anyone at face value Yeah. because I have been burned so many times by hypocrites. Yeah. So very, very, very powerful and true. Yeah. And, and, you know, uh, a word that we see in our King James Bible, uh, dissimulation, hypocrisy, same kind of idea. And, um, they're talking about these people, a hypocrite, you know, they're so used to talking out of both sides of their mouth that they can play the trumpet and eat a bowl of soup at the same time. And, 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 and folks, but here's the great news. Um, you know, the bottom part of this verse through knowledge, you know, think about this. It's talking about knowledge. It says, but through knowledge shall the just be delivered. So if you're smart, if you collect knowledge, if you're well-read in your Bible, if, you're, uh, if your spirit is right with God, in today's Christianity, you know, most people can only grow as big as their religion. So we're not here to talk to you about religion. We're here to talk to you about a relationship with Jesus Christ and to join a church that lets you take that relationship and expand it hundreds of times fold. And no one's ever going to be bigger than their God, but we serve the only God, the true, the living God. And uh, so I think it's important to understand that God's spirit Spirit uh, is going to deliver things that are righteous, that's going to help people. Yeah. You're not going to shred them. You're going to say, Mandy, you look good today. Oh, don't worry about that, buddy. Look at all the good things you've done. You, you take a different place with your friends and loved ones. And, you know, people don't need all the slamming today. And, uh, you know, I think it was last year, this guy left his wife and his wife's just a wonderful lady. And, uh, the guy was on the bad side. That's not always the case. Sometimes it's the other way. I understand that. I'm not, I'm not picking, I'm not generalizing. I'm not, uh, gender smashing, you know, it can go any way, but in this particular case, the, the lady had been left behind and slamming and all that. And people were shredding her, you know, what could you have done? What could she didn't need that? You know what she needed? Love. Yeah. Hey, you're great. You got a great couple of kids. Life continues for you. You got a God that's going to use you in a wonderful way. So those decisions have to be made and, and, and they make a huge difference. And I think 10, 10 continues on with this. And, and, uh, I like 10. It says when it goeth well with the righteous, the city rejoices, but when the wicked perish, there is shouting. So we get to a place where we're being quantified here. God gives favor here when it goes well with the righteous, you know, there's rejoicing. The community's all wound up about it. And, uh, you know, people are feeling great. And then on the other side of this verse, uh, Stephanie is dealing with those, uh, when the wicked, those narcissists, those crazy people, those freaks. And, uh, it's, it's talking about there's, there's a party, there's jubilation. So there's happiness on both sides of this. So on one side, we want to be the righteous. We want the city to rejoice. Uh, you know, God gives favors, uh, uh, among men and women that do the right things uh, among us Christians that are willing to step out. He gives favors. He makes a community rejoices at us doing the right thing, Stephanie. 
Yeah. Uh, and sadly, when you're so wicked, when you're so bad, when you're so upside down, when you're not caring about the other person, uh, there's jubilation going on there. That's when that guy dies. And I mean, what are you thinking? This verse is this verse talking about things we really need to, I think, zero in on and understand what wickedness looks like. Yeah, well, and, and not just that. Um, I think of the verse in John that says, and ye shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. And I think that's what this this second half is talking about, knowing the truth. That's what real knowledge is. When when Proverbs talks about knowledge in a reference like that, and it's the contrast to hypocrite, we're talking about scriptural truth. And scriptural truth will always include the facts of life. It's not gonna it's not gonna alter the facts of life. And I'll never forget um in my life where I was point blank rebuked for not lying. Mm. And you heard that right. I was my husband on my behalf was yelled at because I would not lie to cover sin. And I remember for my husband that was God used that to open his eyes to things. But in the process that's what the, it was this verse lies were destroying my neighbor who I loved. And because I wouldn't go along with those lies, I got in trouble. Okay. I don't regret speaking the truth. Um, looking back, I covered so much for so much sin for so long. I have many regrets in that regard, but thankfully the Lord takes care of those things. But yeah. all that to say, truth set my neighbor free. Yeah. And so it's, it's, I was just researching, you know, we've been studying this whole narcissism thing as we go into this new year and a narcissist always has to have people around them to help them. They have to have people around them who will cover for them, who will lie for them. And let me tell you, if you are a part of a hypocrite who with his mouth is destroying his neighbor, if you're friends with him, if you're helping cover for him, if you're helping spread his poison, you're as accountable to God yeah. as he is. And so this is not just, this doesn't just involve one hypocrite and one just man. Who you make your friends, who you will stand up for, who you will tear down. This isn't just a little bubble you live in. Right. And so this is applicable to all of us because we all will stand before God for whether we have been just. And by being just, by pleasing the Lord with our mouths, we are helping free people or you're a hypocrite. There's, there's really not, God doesn't give a lot of wiggle room here. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I gotta agree, you know, just full disclosure. We all know people like this. And, and I gotta tell you, when you join on, when you become complicit, when you sit back and yeah. let these evil knuckleheads have their way, you're just as guilty as the person who's committing the crime. You're just as guilty yeah. as the person who's shredding the people. You're just as guilty as the person who's going to die. They're going to have a celebration when he dies. Well, friends, let me tell you what. Uh, when he or she dies, there's a celebration uh, for their wickedness. And if you're complicit, if you're helping them along, you know what? There's a celebration when you go too. So you need to stop that. You need to be part of the solution in this world. God didn't send you here to be wicked. Uh, God yeah. didn't save any of us to be wicked. God didn't save any of us to have an attitude problem. God didn't save any of us to one up our neighbor. God didn't save any of us, uh, to roll over and let people get hurt. God didn't save any of us to accept the status quo. And, uh, folks, I'm here to tell you, we don't go to churches like that. We don't hang. We did. We 
uh, Stephanie and I belong to a ministry where we figured out this guy's an idiot and we had to get out of there. And, uh, and let me tell you, and God has blessed that so many times over, but I mean, let go from a couple churches, run out of a couple churches in a row. We didn't know that. So he ends up taking over the church where I'm a missionary at and the leader of an organization. And boy, those people can hurt you. And if you agree with them, if you sign on with them, I'm just going to end by telling you something. You're part of it. Uh, mm-hmm. You're part of all that yeah. narcissistic behavior. You're part of all that wickedness. And the city's going to rejoice when you die. So you need to get right. So 20 seconds, Stephanie, close this puppy out. Where Here's the great news. For the next couple of weeks, we are going to be sharing a song with you from our new album and our old album every single day. So anything you want to say to the folks as we move on? Well, as we go into this new year, um, I think it's very diverse. I already mentioned remembering that we will stand before the judgment seat of Christ. And this verse will, <laughs> we're going to be on one one side or the other of this verse. And so keep that in mind as you go go into this new year and, and God puts you in situations where you have to make the choices of if you'll be a hypocrite or a just man. And, and there it is, my friend. So right now, Stephanie's going to go ahead and make that choice. Stephanie's going to go ahead and mute her. And we're going to start banging through some of our albums. I think what I'm going to do, Stephanie, is start with our first album, our second album. I'm sorry, because most of you have heard this song. So this is our second album, God Meant It for Good, Stephanie Wesco and Family, available wherever albums are out there. And uh, he sets me free. Are you ready for this? Is one of the uh, most listened to songs. Uh, so we're going to start with that. The first song from our second album, God Meant It for Good, the name of the song and Stephanie's Mutant Out is He Sets Me Free. Here it is for you. Make sure you go out and listen on Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music, wherever you listen to stream music or buy an album today. Here you go. Take 
He will set you free. Make sure you listen to every word that Brother Eric has to tell you about knowing Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. We look forward to hearing uh, from you. If you got any information or you want to share with us about narcissism and how it has hurt you, uh, make sure you go ahead and PM us out there on Helpful Wounded Spirits. We'd love to do anything we can for you. Have a great day. God bless you. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. It is very important to all of us at Help for Wounded Spirits that you know your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The Bible is very clear with a simple salvation message. You can know today. First, you're a sinner, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, there's a price on sin, for the wages of sin is death. Third, Jesus paid that price for you. But God commendeth his love toward us, in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Lastly, you must speak it with your mouth, and believe it with your heart, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made known unto salvation. Simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart, and he will. Please contact us if we can help you in any way. God bless you. Doug and Stephanie, thank you for listening today. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources, more information, or to donate to help this vital ministry, visit us at WoundedSpirits.com.